Enough is enough. We, the people of Lancaster, demand change. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Robert Enos. I am running for Lancaster City Council. Change is here. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk to you a little bit about the crime that's happening here in Lancaster. And again, not everybody lives in Lancaster, so you might be, oh, I'm going to turn it off because this, I don't live there, it doesn't pertain to me. But what I'm going to talk to you about does pertain to you. Now, here in Lancaster, we just had some reports come out that crime has been coming down in Lancaster. Now, I want to help put this into perspective because I do believe that the crime, at least the way it's being uh, recorded, is coming down in Lancaster a little bit, but it's only coming down like 4% between 2022 and 2023. So it's only been measured, that, that portion has only been measured through that one year, but it's radically increased all the years leading up to that. So we're still not out of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, and there's still a lot of crime in our community. As a matter of fact, uh, murders, rapes, burglaries, uh, smashing grabs, all of these things are happening here um, that just didn't ha- used to happen. When I, when I first moved up here, there was problems, of course. It was still L.A. County. There was problems, but not on the level that it is today. Now, who am I going to blame? Well, I blame the criminal first, okay? I blame the criminal first. And here's the sad thing about it, ladies and gentlemen, the thing that really, it really gets under my skin is that it's our very own neighbors and citizens in the city that are doing this to the people in the city. And, and it really bothers me beyond the, you know, just the obvious. It, all crime bothers me. Criminals bug me. Uh, but th- I want you to think about this. You literally could go in, into any neighborhood in Lancaster, buy a house, you know, pay the bills, pay your taxes, uh, mow your lawn, do your best. The house next door or two or three, somebody on your very own block could be uh, criminals. And if they don't actually come over and do something to you or your family, they could be doing it to somebody else in the city. In other words, their own neighbors. I mean, we're all from Lancaster. We all live here. This is our home. So when people basically from your own home are the criminals to people in your own home, I mean, it really bothers me because what's happening here is I'm not saying people don't come up from other places and cause problems here, but often it's people that live right here in our own city. They live here and they're robbing from people in their own city. They're killing people in their own city. They're stealing things from the stores uh, here in our city. I went to Walmart, oh, I don't know, it was about two weeks ago, three, I'm sorry, no, this time it was about a month ago. So nonetheless, I go to Walmart because Walmart has this brand of protein, kind of a meal replacement protein uh, that I take. And honestly, Walmart has it at the cheapest price that I've been able to find. And it's even cheaper than ordering it because I don't have to buy the ship, pay the shipping prices. But anyways, nonetheless, so I go to Walmart to get it. So I went to go um, pick up my protein powder and it was behind a glass cage. And I'm standing there going, I can't believe this. And what's been happening is at Walmart, as people start targeting certain things to steal, they put those things behind glass. And then you have to have an associate, somebody that works there, come over there, unlock it, open it up, grab it for you, hand it to you. And it just makes your shopping experience, uh, it's so frustrating because you have to have somebody come over there like, 
And often they don't have enough people there to be on every aisle, every row with the ring of keys ready to go. You know, it didn't take too long because one of the associates noticed me standing there staring at this glass thing going, now what do I do? He came over there and helped me. But then when I go over there and if I need to get razors for my, for my you know, blades for my razor, same thing. If I go over to get certain soaps, same thing. If I go to over other areas to get something, same thing. And, and so who's um, causing all the problems? It's the very people that live in that neighborhood or in that city. It's so frustrating because, you know, we're being robbed from our neighbors. We're being robbed from people that should be our friends. In other words, listen, nobody should be robbing anything anywhere. But when you have people that literally just, and they're doing it right here, you know, they'll walk into a Target, grab whatever they want off the rack and just walk out. And it's people that live in the city. They're doing this to themselves. So what ends up happening? Places like Walmart first starts putting everything behind glass in the hopes to uh, curb some of that so they can stay in business. If they can't, if it continues to happen, what happens? We'll have a big old empty old Walmart building there. Same thing with Target. They do what they can do. And, and then the laws in California are getting to the point where that it protects the criminal more than the victims. Well, who are the victims? The direct victims, of course, is, you know, in that sense, Target or Walmart, the, the shop, the store, the business. That's the direct um, victim. But we're all victims. Why? Because when you have to, when you go into Walmart and you have to stand there and wait for an associate to come over the key to unlock the, don't get mad at Walmart. Don't get mad at, ladies and gentlemen, do not get mad at Walmart or Target or any other, other stores that are doing those types of things just to stay in business. Don't get mad at them. There's a reason why they're doing that because we got crooks and criminals from their own city, their own neighbors are walking in and creating this problem that forces them, if they want to stay in business, it forces them to put everything behind lock and key. And so it makes your, your job harder just to go in there and get protein powder or laundry detergent or a toothbrush or razor blades for your razor or whatever else it is. Or when you're standing there in line checking out and they say okay your total is $242.36 would you like some bags with that you know and you're swiping your card or you're pulling out cash to pay because you're a decent human being and then there's some commotion off on the side you look up and there's about 10 people just carrying stuff out of the door and nobody's allowed to do anything anymore. They just stole 500 or 600 or or $1,000 worth of merchandise. And you look down and you say, I'm paying for mine. I'm paying. I, I have to, you know, come up with over $200 out of my pocket. And, and then with Bidenomics and inflation, it's, it's worse. You get much less for what you pay for. And, and, and it's so frustrating. And it's, our own citizens. It's our own neighbors, ladies and gentlemen. This is crazy. This is ridiculous. And something has to change. One of the things that needs to change is quite frankly, and this goes for all of us, but especially at, you know, at the, the uh, governmental level, the city council levels and such, we need to start seeing, viewing, and treating the criminals as the criminals and the citizens, well, as that, citizens and victims. Because again, 
whether anybody's come to your home or your business and actually stole something or not, you're still a victim because you still have to deal with the nonsense when you go to Walmart or when you go to Target. I was just with somebody the other day and they were telling me how they just recently went to Walmart and they said, I don't know what was going on. It was just like this time of day, the time of month, whatever it was, where it was just chaos in there. And he says, I swore to myself I would never go to Walmart. And I especially would not let my wife or children go to Walmart. If I ever had to go there, I'm going alone and I'm basically going ready to fight. He says, because it was that much chaos. Well, you can't blame Walmart. It's not like their associates are setting up a boxing ring somewhere or an MMA ring in the middle of the uh, food aisle or whatever. No, people are going crazy out there. And we need to start We need to start looking at who is causing those problems and treating those people as the criminal and the citizens and the real victims we need to treat as victims. They're the innocent ones. Walmart, listen, I have no super great love for Walmart. I don't, I mean, I don't mind it. I go to their store because it's super convenient and everything, you know, but it's not like I wear the Walmart hat, the Walmart t-shirt, and I'm marching around, you know, Walmart, and it's not like that. But let's face it, let's just be honest. When they have to spend money to put things in glass cages and such, so it doesn't get ripped off by their neighbors, by their neighbors, there's a big problem. You can't blame Walmart. When you go in there and you notice and you see that there are people fighting, people screaming, People acting crazy, people stealing. That's not Walmart's fault. That is not Walmart's fault at all. And, and, and I could say the same thing for Target. I certainly don't have a great love for Target, but let's face it. We see this all the time on the news and we hear about it. We read about it. Uh, on When I flip through Facebook, we have this page, the AV News Crew. That means Antelope Valley News Crew. And they, they just go around and, and they post things on social media about what's going on in our community. You know, um, the news that's going on in our community. And we see it all the time. Hey, in our local mall, it wasn't too long ago, a bunch of young people went in there and smashed up a a jewelry store and stole a bunch of jewelry and ran out. There was another store where a bunch of jackets were stolen. And one of the young mans that worked in there, he was able to chase those guys down and get the jackets back, to which I'm like two thumbs up. But in our days and world, the person that wants to go and chase these people down to get back the merchandise that somebody else just stole, they're the ones getting fired. I mean, is that, is that crazy, ladies and gentlemen? Is that crazy? Well, it's not worth your life. That jacket isn't worth your life. It's not about that, ladies and gentlemen. It's not about that. It's about, listen, uh, I saw it like this. Somebody said like this. Well, you know, if, if, you know, if you're going to protect yourself, you're going to do that, you know, whatever, um, is that what's more important, your stuff or their life? Apparently, you don't care about those purposes. Wait a minute. See, we put it on the victim trying to make him or her the, the criminal for defending themselves and defending their stuff. But what we should be telling the criminal, hey, criminal, that jacket you just stole or that jewelry you just stole or that you know, protein powder you want to steal. Is your life worth that? Is your life worth that? Now, the reason I'm saying this is because uh, just a little while ago, I came across this article. I was, I was looking at this, and even though it ha- has nothing to do with uh, or isn't directly involved with Lancaster, California, I would just want to read a little bit of this. Maybe I'll read the whole thing, but it's from the Daily Wire, and it was uh, published February 29th. That's today, so earlier today. 
February 29th, 2024. <coughs> and it's entitled, Louisiana Legislator Sends Constitutional Carry Bill to Republican Governor. And this is by Leaf... Oh, again, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. I'm terrible with names. But Leaf Le Mahieu. Mahieu? M-A-H-I-E-U. <clears throat> Anyways, it says a bill that would allow any non-felon Louisiana resident to conceal carry a gun without a permit has passed both the state house and senate and is expected to be signed by governor Jeff Landry Republican of Louisiana the republican backed proposal SB1 <clears throat> passed the house on Wednesday by 75 to 28 vote and the senate 28 to 10 last week if signed louisiana would be the 28th state to enact a constitutional carry style law. <coughs> the Louisiana bill says that law-abiding persons 18 years of age and not otherwise prohibited may carry a concealed weapon lawfully without a permit, removing previous requirements for concealed carry in the state. People are getting raped. Now here's a quote it says, people are getting raped Murdered, carjacked, and assaulted, said Louisiana State Representative Mike Johnson on Wednesday. A vote for this bill today gives the citizens of Louisiana the right to defend themselves. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before I finish reading this, you know, um, that's the part when I read that where it says people are getting raped, murdered, carjacked, and assaulted. A, a, A vote for this bill today gives the citizens of Louisiana the right to defend themselves. We are guaranteed in our Constitution, the Constitution of the United States, Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms. And there's nothing in there. And that it says it will not be infringed upon, meaning <clears throat> meaning it, that there should be no other laws, no other restrictions, nothing, nothing put into place. The government shall do nothing to keep you and I from being able to carry a firearm for our defense. Nothing. So I'm, I'm 100% for this. I know a lot of people, you know, we have, especially in left-leaning states such as California, a lot of people that just, God love them, but ignorant, ignorant of really the truth. You know, they say, well, if everybody's carrying, there's going to be so many murders and so many bullets flying everywhere. No, there's not. Because what happens, ladies, listen, I remember so many years ago, many, 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 many years ago, I was listening to the Rush Limbaugh show, and there was the discussion of... um, some bomber, it was a bomb, one of the bombers, I believe it was the stealth bomber, when it was uh, first, first being introduced. And, and the cost of it was, you know, and, and granted, it was very costly, especially way back then. And there's a lot of people arguing, complaining, we don't need that. We don't need it. It's too expensive. Why do we need an expensive bomber? Why do we need that bomber? But because of the stealth, stealth capabilities, the ability to, uh, you know, the, the armament that could be on one of those bombers, the job that it can do, uh, being stealth, the distance it can fly, all of these things, you know, it was very strategic to have something like that. And Rush Limbaugh said like this, he said, I'll, t- I'll tell you why we need this bomber and weapons such as this bomber in the hopes now ladies and gentlemen listen to this process this in the hopes that we never need to use it in the hopes that we never need to use it but if we do we have it and i remember the impact of that made on me so many years ago and i thought to myself i said self that is profound and it is true it's a deterrent a costly one yes but nonetheless a deterrent it's like nuclear weapons the idea of nuclear weapons really bothers me. I'm not going to lie. It bothers me. Um, having the, you know, a single 
bomb that could be dropped or a single missile that could be fired and do such devastation, not just in the immediate, to, to uh, bring an end to the enemy and, and to a war. I understand that. That's, that's not the problem that I have with it. But the long term, and, the, and it's just, you know, it, it really bothers me, to be honest with you. However, I'm still not opposed to the United States of America having nuclear weapons and having lots of them. Why? Nobody's ever really tried to, to go to war, at least on a grand scale, with the United States of America since World War II. I'm not saying we haven't been in some wars and battles and skirmishes, but certainly not on our home soil. Certainly not on the level that we've faced in World War II, such as Pearl Harbor and those types of, um, in those, and, and in that era, era. Why? Because when we dropped those two atomic bombs and the world could see what the United States of America could do to, their, to her enemies, her enemies backed off. It's a deterrent. And that bomber was a deterrent. So, back to the Second Amendment and guns. Listen, if I'm a criminal, I'm not, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my wife might think I'm a criminal because I stole her heart. Okay, cheesy joke. I understand that. But nonetheless, if I'm a criminal... <clears throat> I am not going to go into a place that I know that possibly every person 18 years old and older is carrying a firearm. You know, if if I let's say um, a a market or a store or a shop, a jewelry store, right? There's maybe five customers in there, three people working, moseying around, and I want some jewelry so I can go so I can go pawn it off and get make some money, right? If I had the idea or the thought. There's about eight to ten people in this shop, millions of dollars worth of gold, but eight to ten people in this shop, and there's a real good chance that all of them are carrying a firearm. I'm going to really rethink my life choices at that moment. Because even though I might be able to get in there and get a little bit of gold, if I, you know, whatever, it's not worth it. If I was a criminal mind, I would go find one of these uh, places that have the um, sign up. You know, no firearms past this point. Oh, I don't know. Nobody's, nobody's armed in there. I can go in there, pull out my gun, and uh, make everybody do my work for me. You see how that works? Just the understanding, just the understanding or the thought that there's a lot of people in that place, good citizens, good people, not people looking to hurt anyone, not anybody looking to kill anyone, not people looking to rob anyone. They're just good citizens carrying a firearm to protect themselves and their families. I step If I stepped into their world with my gun waving around with the idea to rob all of them, I will end up being the one with all the holes in me. Why? Because they're all packing and they all have a love for themselves, for their families, for their community, for their jobs, for their businesses. And they're going to put all of that before me and rightfully so. Listen, in those areas where it's not just legal, but they actually want you to carry a firearm, citizens, I mean, not felons, not criminals, crime goes down. Why? Because the criminal knows. Um, I'm, if I try to carjack this person, they just might have a gun waiting for me. If I, if I kick the door down on this guy's house and do a home invasion, I might be met with a 12-gauge shotgun. If I go into this jewelry store to steal some of that gold or some of those Rolex watches, those three people behind the counter and those four people over there looking at rings, they all might just pull out their guns 
and fill me full of holes. So it works. And, and, you know, and the reality of it is, even if it didn't, why should good people, law-abiding citizens, moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, why should they be um, held back and even criminalized for wanting to protect themselves, their children, their grandchildren, their businesses, their finances, but the criminal? Because have you noticed all these gun bill laws that restrict the sell of guns to people don't restrict criminals from getting them because they are criminals. They don't follow the law. I don't know why this is so difficult for people to understand. I really don't understand that, but it, but it's strange. Anyways, again, people are getting raped, murdered, carjacked, and assaulted, said Louisiana State Representative Mike Johnson on Wednesday. A vote for this bill today gives the citizens of Louisiana the right to defend themselves. And again, you know, speaking about the crime here in Lancaster, thank God it's coming down, but it's not coming down fast enough, and it's not coming down to acceptable numbers. And what's an acceptable number? Zero. No crime whatsoever. One of the things that would help, and I know we live in LA County, we live in, it's part of LA County, we live in the state of California, so we got a lot of work to do in this. But one of the things that would help is if every citizen out there, every law-abiding citizen was had the ability to carry a firearm, concealed carry a firearm, and they actually went out, purchased a firearm, learned how to use it correctly and safely, and carried. The criminal would go, hey, you know, all these people in Lancaster, it's like the Wild Wild West. I ain't going to pick a fight with them. I ain't going to pick a fight with them. Why? Because if I go into some shop, some store, some place, and I try to do a smash and grab, I won't make it out the door. So, anyways, let me finish this. I don't think it's very long. Republican uh, State Senator Blake Miguez was the sponsor of the legislation and noted it would take effect on Independence Day if signed. Hey, that's kind of cool. Thank you to the L.A. House of Representatives. That's Louisiana, not L.A., like California. Uh, L.A. Uh, House of Representatives for passing SB1, constitutional carry without amendments. It will now head to Governor Jeff Landry's desk for signature with an effective date of July 4th this year in honor of our nation's Independence Day, he said. Now, I think that's phenomenal that it would be ratified on uh, July 4th, Independence Day, because of the War of Independence, our independence from Great Britain, and our Constitution with the amendments in it, and our Second Amendment. Uh, and it all speaks to that of independence, because free people, free people, uh, people that are truly free, also should have the freedom to defend themselves the freedom to carry a firearm without any restrictions? Or are they really free? Well, of course, the obvious answer to that is no. It says the proposal was passed after Landry asked the state legislator to pass tougher punishments for crime as well as pass a constitutional carry bill in a special session. While criminals carry guns without regard for the law, lawful gun owners are our law most law-abiding citizens. Their armed presence helps deter violent crime. Landry said, it is time Louisiana joined 27 other states who have created a constitutional constitutional right to carry a firearm without the government's per permission. This body has repeatedly passed it. Now you have a governor who will sign it. A constitutional carry bill was vetoed in June of 2021 by then Governor John Bell Edwards, uh, of course, Democrat of Louisiana, 
after both the state and House and Senate passed the measure overwhelmingly. The governor's office changed hands earlier this year after Landry won over 50% of the votes in Louisiana's jungle primary in October 2023. Since Landry won over 50% of the vote, the race did not go on to the general election. Landry ran on getting some crime under control and improving the economy and public school system. His campaign website blasted woke district attorneys for being soft on crime, and he says that as governor, Louisiana would hold everyone, and I mean everyone, accountable for violent crime. You know, um, I think that's great, because that's one of the things that I've been talking about, even running for uh, city council here in Lancaster, is we we, we need to start treating the criminal as the criminal. And cracking down on crime and stop playing the game and stop being so soft. Because for some reason, I don't know why, but in California, L.A. County, California, and these blue states and these more left-leaning liberal states and cities, they want to get real soft on crime, thus getting soft on the criminal. Well, you know, and they make all kinds of excuses. I'll never, I won't forget, you know, just, and I saw this clip again, not too long ago of AOC of New York talking about, now they were there, it was funny because somebody put this little, um, this montage together and they were showing this, these, these video clips of primarily young people, but going into uh, high-end department stores and grabbing coats and shoes off the racks. And I mean, running out with arm loads of, of jackets and coats and clothing and shoes and smash and grabs on jewelry and things of that nature. And then up in the corner, they have a <laughs> AOC just rambling on like she normally does, nonsense, about, well, you know, if these people are hungry and they haven't eaten, and sure, they're going to go into the store and steal a loaf of bread and maybe some food because they're hungry. And it's not their fault because they're hungry. And it was showing the video, you know, her little head up in the corner just yapping away like a clucking chicken with with all these video montage of people not going in and stealing food. As a matter of fact, just recently I saw a little video clip clip of somebody stealing food, you know. So, of course, my heart goes out to him because apparently the dude was just hungry, just like AOC said. Well, the problem was, ladies and gentlemen, he had a shopping cart filled literally to overflowing. I'm talking about from top to bottom all the way up filled with meat, expensive cuts of meat. And he just loaded this cart up and pushed it right out the door. And it says that there was well over $1,000 worth of meat that this gentleman had stole. So that poor dude was just super hungry, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he was going to go feed the neighborhood. I don't know. Huge tailgate party. Whatever. You know, and what bugs me about this is... Even right here in my own city, right here, I know of several churches and several organizations, nonprofits, that will give people food at any time of day. And there's, and especially at regular times. Like, for instance, near my gym, there's a church there, a friend of mine, pastor, uh, I'm not going to say because, again, I didn't get his permission to give him a plug or anything like that, but nonetheless, he has a church there. And at least once a week, he has a food giveaway. And the way they do it is they set it up in their parking lot and they have, you know, an entrance over here and exit over there. And these people line up all the way down and around the corner in their cars. And then they wait. And when they start doing it, they just pull their cart 
up through there. Um, the pastor and the people that he works with runs over there, gives them, you know, whatever whatever food they have, three, four, five bags of uh, groceries, and then they drive away and the next person pulls up and it's like they got a system going on. But my point is, if the people are really hungry, they don't need to go smash and grab and grab gold jewelry. Just go over there and the pastor of that church will give you food. We have another ministry here that'll give you food. And they do a daily feeding for the homeless. I know other churches and other organizations that'll do the exact same thing. And the reality of it is, and I, I don't want to sound insensitive, this is just the truth. There's not any uh, skinny homeless people or poor people in my city. Why? Because there's so much food giveaway. So I'm sorry, AOC, at least here in Lancaster, at least here in LA County in Lancaster, we don't have that problem of people needing to go in and steal $1,000 worth of meat because they're starving. They're smash and grab because they're criminals and they're crooks and they need to be treated that way. But what really needs to happen beyond the um, law enforcement, our DA, our city officials treating criminals as criminals and the victims as the victims and citizens as true citizens, law-abiding citizens, we need to put those things in order at that level. What really needs to happen as well is we need to get off people's back and stop with all these stupid, silly restrictions for law-abiding citizens to not just own, but also carry a firearm. Now, please don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. I've, I grew up with guns. I, it was no, never an issue for me. It was just there. It's just part of our culture, our, fam- our, our family culture, just who we were, you know? And, and, and so we've never had an accident. We've never hurt anybody and it's never been an issue. So it was never a big issue on that level for me. So if you were just to hear, say, even in Lancaster, just say, hey, everybody, no more restrictions. Go get yourself a gun, carry it. It's okay. Yes, there would be so many accidents. Why? Because it can be dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. So a lot of people will use that as a excuse. See, you can't do it because, well, he just said it would be accidents. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, because California has been such a coward state for so long on these issues, I wouldn't mind this little provision. If they said we're going to be a constitutional carry state. However, there's just one restrict, just one, just one. You go and purchase a firearm, especially especially you guys who've never owned a firearm before. You've got to take, a, I don't know, um, a two-week class or a week class, whatever it is, you know, 10 hours, 12 hours, whatever. Say 12 hours of training on the proper use and handling of a firearm where they could teach you absolutely everything about it. How to safely carry it, how to safely load it, how to unload it. And I don't mean just pulling the trigger and shooting them all. How to unload it. How to, you know, take take everybody down to the range so that they can fire their weapon, you know, and they could do it safely. So it's not just like people running around like Yosemite Sam. I'm the rootinest, tootinest, doggone shootinest, hombre this side of the Pecos. I'm talking about where they know, you know, go through some scenarios. You don't need... Years and years and years and years of training, but a, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe two uh, six to eight hour courses, some of it on paper, some of it live, um, live from an instructor, some of it at the range, would certainly go a long way to stopping a lot of those un- <clears throat> needless accidents, to be honest with you. One of the things that really bothers me is when you have to go register your gun. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I'm not against that register. They need to know who has it. Why? Why does the government need to know what I have or don't have? You know? But anyways, that's just a thought, ladies and gentlemen, because 
I've been around a lot of people. I've taken people to the range myself and been with people at the range that have never fired a firearm. And those are always the people that I love to go with because even they, they tend to be people that are somewhat scared. Like, I've never done this before. It's so scary. This is so scary. I hear so many bad things. <coughs> and that's when, you know, I'll, I'll take, let's say, my handgun. I'll put one, one bullet in there, one cartridge in there, just so, you know, there's no chance of them boom, 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 on accident. It's just boom, it's over. I will myself show them how to safely hold it finger off the trigger, pointed completely away from everybody, not just before, but after you shoot that bullet, and uh, how to hold it, how to grip it, how to aim it, all of those things. And then I'll hand it to them. I'll make sure their finger is off the trigger. It's pointing in a safe direction. I'll make sure that they have their hearing protection on, their their eye protection on, and they're holding it correctly so that because of what I've seen some people do, never when I'm helping somebody, because I always make sure of this, but I've seen people for the first time shoot and they're not gripping the the grip strong enough so that when it kicks, it just flies out of their hand. That's not only dangerous, but it's foolish. Doesn't happen when I teach people. Why? Because I show them how to grip it. I tell them how to grip it. So nonetheless, they shoot the gun, scared, maybe a little shaky. I can't believe this. I'm, I can't believe... Boom! And then uh, they stand up. Oh, that was great. Loaded up. I'm going to do it again. And they get excited. And they realize that that thing is safe when it's handled safely and they know what they're doing. And it doesn't have to be this big scary thing for anybody, anywhere, at any time. So I'm a big proponent of the Second Amendment, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a big proponent of you and I being able to protect ourselves against that criminal element that's in our world, in our, in our city, and all around us. I think it's time that there's got to be some changes because I've, I've said this before, and I'm not advocating anything. I'm just telling you what I know. Good people will only take so much before they rise up and do what they, you know, and, and protect themselves and protect their family. We have a choice. We can get back to our con- constitutional roots and rights and do that correctly. Or you're going to find a lot of good people doing things that they otherwise would never have done had they not been put in that position. I don't want to go into any deeper because I don't want to give anybody any uh, ideas. I'm just telling you, that's just the way it is. We're not going to put up with it. You know, good people are not going to put up with this nonsense much longer. And um, you're going to start seeing a change one way or another. And I hope, I hope it's a righteous change that, that, that really begins not only at the grassroots citizen level, but also is working at a more, you know, governmental leadership level, working together to make our cities safe. And part of it has to, just has to, get back to the reality of that Second Amendment and the rights that we have to keep and bear arms for our protection, for ourselves and for our families. just comes down to that. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you'll be blessed and, and great things happen in your life. Remember, if you live in Lancaster, vote for Rob, Rob Enos, April 9th. Ballots being mailed out March 11th. You should be getting them by March 18th. God bless you. When it's time to vote, when it's time to fill out your ballot, don't forget this name, Robert Enos. Change is here. Oh, 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 oh,